Um, cool. So there's a difference between morality and integrity, right? And it's really, 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 really great that you brought that up, Taylor. So morality is like right and wrong, right? Um, so, you know, if you go to church, there's the Ten Commandments. Thou shall not commit adultery, right? And if you cheat on your wife, that's wrong, right? What we're talking about when we go through integrity is what works and what doesn't work, which is not a form of morality, but we as human beings conflate the two. All right, what do I mean by that? So you miss a deadline, or let's say you're five minutes late to the call, right? Um, as you were today. So you're five minutes late to the call. That is not right or wrong. That does not make Taylor a bad person. But automatically, when we say we're going to do something and we don't follow through, we do kind of get that, that kind of that feeling. And then what do we usually do? As human beings, we hide. You know, so like if I'm coming in late, I try to duck my head and I'm like, oh, I hope nobody notices that I'm late. Right. Or, you know, if I have a deadline that's coming up and it's going to get missed, I'm like, oh, I hope nobody remembers that the deadline was Friday and I didn't get it done until the next Thursday, you know. Um, but that doesn't work. That's it. It's, and it's not that it's wrong. It's just it does not work. So the whole restoration of integrity is about coming up with a plan so that when you give your word to something, you're able to actually follow through with it. And then even if you can't keep your word, being able to honor your word and then acknowledge the impact that it has on others, because that's a, a big thing as well. Like we don't realize that when we give our word to something, when we make a promise or a commitment to someone else and we don't follow through, it actually has an impact on people, right? Um, so a quick example is always just being on time. That's like the, the quick and easy example. So if I'm 10 minutes late for the call, there's an impact on the whole team. The whole team has to wait for me. Uh, they weren't getting anything done. They're worried about me. They're like, oh my God, is Taylor okay? Did she get hit by a car? I hope that she's fine, right? All these thoughts are racing through everyone's head and there's actually an impact on the entire team. It's the same thing with a project, right? Um, so one of the most important parts about going through that process is acknowledging what is the impact that I have on other people. And again, it's not wrong. It's just a fact. It's just like, and, and the whole point of the exercise is to actually look at our shortcomings dead in the face so that we can just address them and say, hey, listen, I made a promise. I made a commitment. I said I was going to do X. I didn't do X. Here's some things I can change so that I can do it, you know? Right now, what we're doing, we're trying to do crazy stuff. We're trying to freaking disrupt a whole island in Puerto Rico with 3.5 million people. You know, we're trying to throw a conference that's on par with some of the biggest companies in the world that have hundreds and hundreds of staff members, right? And we're a freaking lean, mean team of uh, like freaking three people, right? Like that's crazy, you know? Um, so when you take on really big things, you are going to have failures along the way. You are going to have shortcomings, right? You are going to make commitments and then not be able to live up to those commitments and have to make a new commitment. Right. But there's a difference between basically making a commitment, missing that commitment and ignoring it. And that's the normal way of life. That's how 99% of the population operates or making a commitment 
and then owning up to it and saying, hey, listen, I made a commitment that we were going to do X. We weren't able to do X. I have a new commitment that we're going to try to do Y. And I know that there's an impact on you for making that commitment. You were expecting me. And here's a new plan and a new strategy, right? So it's us to able to go up to it, own it, have the courage to like look it dead in its face, know that it's not a reflection on us, right? Because that's a, another natural way of being, right? We think like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not da 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 All these, you know, stories that pop up in your head. And it's really not about that. You're making big commitments because we're doing big stuff in the world. We are going to overcommit. It's just a part of being a high performer. If you're not missing a deadline or you're not actually missing um, the mark, that means you're not promising big enough, right? I could make a commitment to work at McDonald's. I could make a commitment to flip the burgers, right? And I will be 100% capable of flipping those burgers every single freaking day, right? I would never miss that mark, but I would be aiming too low. Right. So we're aiming really high. We're making really, really, really big commitments. And the purpose of the restoration of integrity is so that we're not just making big commitments and then letting them fall through. We're making big commitments. Some of them are we're going to hit some of them. We're going to we're going to win. We're going to have some wins and some losses. Um, but when we have a loss, we want to look at it, evaluate it and then figure out how can we get to the next level? Michael Jordan, greatest example ever. And, and then I'll end this little rant. So Michael Jordan, arguably the best basketball player, probably the best athlete, one of the most prolific people just in general. Even if you don't like basketball, you know Michael Jordan's name, right? He's known in Africa and Europe and China. Everyone knows his name, right? When Michael Jordan used to play basketball, he would look at the recordings of the games, whether he won the game or lost the game, he would look at the recordings. And when he would look at the recordings, he wouldn't look for the shots he made. Michael Jordan is supposed to make baskets. He would look at the shots that he missed. And he would look for what was missing, that if he was going to add it, it would make a real difference in upping his performance. So that's what we do. When we go through restoration of integrity, we're looking at what are the problems, what's missing, so that if we add it back in, we can get in our A game. And uh, yeah, that's why we restore integrity. So maybe, I guess it's coming maybe more from where you were just saying, like um, organically then. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's the thing, like, since you guys don't do it all the time, that's why I made like a little segment, right? Is, is like a part, uh, basically a time for us to look at it. If you don't have anything, you don't have to, but it's a place for us to look at it. And honestly, if you look in your life, there's definitely things that you're making promises to. It could be, oh, I, I thought I was going to go to the gym and I didn't, right? Uh, so, so that's kind of the purpose of it. But again, maybe we don't do it every day. Maybe we do it once a week, and then the other four days out of the week, it's, you know, it's more organic, you know? Um, but the whole, like, it feels it feels bad, it feels icky, like, that's part of it, and that's what we're trying to get rid of, right? Like, we're trying to get rid of it feeling icky. It's, you know, it's always going to feel icky, but there's two choices that you do. Either it feels icky, so I'm not going to uh, promise so much, right? And that makes you smaller. We don't want that. The other option is to, like, look look at that in the face, like really look at yourself and be like, yo, how could I be the best version of myself? Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's meditating. You know what I mean? And maybe it's, you know, stepping your game up on making websites, like whatever that is, like really looking at yourself and finding the places where you could become a top performer. So that's, that's what it's about. But uh, we can definitely focus on like how to present it 
maybe more in a positive light, you know? Yeah. Because I, I think it's, like, important to be accountable and to, like, look for ways to better yourself. I think that's, like, a really important thing to do is, like, look at everything in retrospect and, like, see how you could do things better. Um, so maybe it is, like, doing it daily where it feels more, like, coming up with something where maybe, like, if it was once a week, you can, like, compile everything from the week and, like, and like you know uh yeah no definitely well no i think there's a way i mean i'm the one that starts them off so there's probably a way to to frame it so we're jumping into it with energy and we're jumping into it with with vigor and you know and we realize that yeah this is part of the process you know it's part of the process of us bettering ourselves of us you know becoming the best versions of ourselves you know but um Oh, awesome. Taylor, thank you. That was a good question.